44 uh, states uh, have uh, possibility of hollow earth tunnels in the United States. And the world entrances, you have Afghanistan, Central Asia, Tibet, Brazil has locations, Canada has their stores. In England, you've got a number in England, India, and Turkey. And I can go on and on where there are many entrances that lead into the hollows of the earth throughout the world. So you, you just have to look. And if you do your homework, you do your research, seek and you shall find. So it is out there. I mean, I can tell you through my research that when I started to find out these things, I started to shake my head because I put myself in danger in the fact that I was finding information out that people didn't want me to be privy to. That's exactly right. I'll give you another one for you that the audience may can look up if they can find it. It'd be great. Yeah. The Trans-Antarctic Mountain Range in Antarctica has two entrances, and for those who have a pencil, they can write it down and look it up. Uh, it's 66.603530 latitude, longitude 99.719853. This is an Antarctica hollow earth entrance with a face on the entrance, which is 16,000 feet up on the Trans-Antarctic Mountain Range in Antarctica. And five miles from that opening, there's another opening into the hollow earth, latitude 66.553280, longitude 99.839330. And these entrances were found by Dr. Edward Thiel, who was murdered in 1961 when he was there surveying these mountain ranges for the United States. So there's an unsolved mystery as part of this. If you try to Google these coordinates, it may be very difficult. You could probably try MSN uh, to, uh, to Google them to see if you can get a, uh, a bearing on them. But I challenge anyone to go ahead and look for this, and what they'll find out is there is a concerted effort to stop the people of the world to know that there is a civilization that is more highly advanced than we are, that is coming and going through these entrances and others throughout the mountains without our knowing they're able to dematerialize so we can't see them. They're able to cloud themselves, cover themselves in lenticular clouds, and I can tell you firsthand, being in California, I've seen lenticular ship, cloud ships in Mount Shasta. I've seen them in Mount Adams. I've seen them up in uh, the state of Washington. They do exist, and aliens are among us. And I can tell you firsthand, I've been in the, uh, I've prayed with Native Americans in the uh, Pacific Northwest in the sweat lodges. And while in sweat lodges and deep meditation, I've had visitations from greys that tried to penetrate my meditation. And at that point, I, get, I excused myself when I left the, uh, the sweat lodge. 
and I stopped sweating that day because I realized that the Greys were now interested in what Stevenson Doney was trying to find out. So they do exist. They are here. And there are more than Anunnaki who are inside of the bowels of the earth. There is a civilization there that would boggle the mind as to how many people actually live in the hollows of the earth. You can check stories out, the Smoky God, and you can see what Olaf Jansen and his, Jan Jansen, his father, discovered when they spent two years in the hollow earth with the inhabitants of the inner earth who have their own king of the world there. And even in Tibet, they talk about these stories. So these legends are more than legends. The Native Americans, uh, when the flood happened, uh, they were taken inside of the earth by who, what they call the ant people, which, through my, my meditated uh, going, going deep, I realized the ant people they were referring to or trying to describe were really the greys. So... Uh, oh, yeah. The Native Americans know, and they will only go to the tree line up on the mountains. They will go no higher than the tree lines because they know who are inside of these mountains and who, who some of these beings are, because some of them are not benevolent. And uh, so through my travels in Mount Shasta, I was able to learn a lot of this. And I guess, Mike, because of my reincarnation coming back, to the scene of my time, uh, revisiting where J.C. Brown or J. John Benjamin Body visited, I know now what my purpose was because I needed to know who lived in these mountains, who these people were, were they Lemurian, were they Anunnaki, who they were, and now I know. Yeah, that's very interesting. What do you think then of um, Admiral Byrd and his experience entering the Hollow Earth through the pole? Right. The latitude and longitudes I gave you were where, where um, Bird went in on the South Pole. He went in, and that's where he went on the South Pole. There was a battle in, uh, in one of those entrances because the United States wanted to get in there because they thought the Germans had went in uh, after World War II into the hollow earth. So when they tried to enter the, one of these two openings I gave you coordinates for, we lost about 40 planes. We lost ships. There was a lot of big losses for the United States. They lost a battle f for the inner earth. They tried to, to battle these people, and they ended up losing a lot of lives in it. But you'll never hear about that, and that's why the secret has been kept. If you look at Antarctica, Antarctica, no country can, can colonize Antarctica. Why? Because they want to keep the secret. So everybody knows, all these leaders know, that there's something lurking in these two coordinates I gave you in the Trans-Antarctic Mountain Range, because there is civilizations that are in the hollows of the Earth, and they come and go to Antarctica, and if we took an expedition there, as well as to Baffin Bay, up on the North and on the North Pole, they would realize that everything that I say is right on point. Yes, I do remember reading about the German expedition that was sent out, I think, by Hitler to try and find the entrance. Now, do, do you think uh, the fact that, I gather, planes or aircraft are not allowed to fly over the poles is the very reason that if you did, you would actually realize that it was hollow and there was an entrance there? Well, there's been photos, Mike, in 1968 that were taken... Uh by NASA that I put out there on uh, 
one of my videos, in, uh, Hollow Earth Reveal, that showed that there's a very big hole there. A friend of mine went to the Denver Museum, and uh, they had photos in the museum there that showed a Hollow Earth entrance on the South Pole that they didn't realize that they, uh, they had put out there on a globe that was out. So, yes, the entrances are there. They can be seen. And uh, if you tried to go there, if you tried to fly over the poles, they would shoot your plane down. You would not get close to it. If you did get close to it, your, your uh, compasses would go crazy because there is no North Pole or South Pole. And you would kind of get lost. And what would happen is you would end up be flying inside of the Earth rather than over it or across it. So this is a very concerted effort to keep this from the public. I'll give you one last tidbit here. In the North Pole area, there are 12 rivers that come out from the inner Earth that converge to the outer Earth, and they're all fresh water. How can you have all fresh water icebergs and no salt water? Scientists have never explained that. It's amazing what information is there if you really take an interest in it. It certainly is a subject that's been one I've been fascinated by. And, uh, it, well, when you turn up these things, as you and I are discussing, it's really almost too difficult to believe that it's true because of the, pro, well, the, the prohibition, I was going to say, it's not the right word, but because of all the efforts to try and keep all this information secret, you think, well, surely if this were true, we would have known a lot about it before now. But uh, I think the people that cover it up have been pretty clever <laughs> in, in doing that kind of job, giving people such information that they will certainly like to follow this through. Which I think it's a terribly interesting subject, and I'm sure if you delve around far enough, you can pick up a little bit more information. Uh, I think it's... The other links to it that are interesting as well, as you said, there are tunnels all over the place, probably throughout the whole of the world. So if you can actually pick up a link to perhaps other explorers and what they found, it would be a very fascinating subject. Well, you've, uh, um, I think I need to thank you now for coming on to the program, Stephen. Um, so thank you very much for coming on. Well, Michael, thank you very much, and as, as always, uh, it's always a pleasure to interview with you. You're one of my favorite hosts to to come on with. I guess it's because of my Scottish ancestry. I feel like we're uh, we're kin. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's a fascinating subject that I've always liked for years and years. I've always been fascinated by these types of stories, and I'm not satisfied in hearing the stories. Then I want to know all the ins and outs of it which is probably why you are who you are, because uh, you want to delve into it, you want to know more, and well, it's great. Yeah, thank you very much for your kind comments there. Wish you every success, and I hope you get the support you're looking for. Michael, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure, and I look forward to our next conversation. <laughs>